Hey, it's Josh. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you all know that the Vermont Public Spring Membership Drive has arrived. Donations from folks like you make everything we do here possible. If you want to help support our people-powered journalism, be sure to make a donation in any amount by March 16th by going to bravelittlestate.org donate. And as always, thank you for your support. Um, I was wondering if by way of a, a bio for you, we could do like a, a dating profile. Oh, I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, so can we do like name, age, okay. height? So my name is Silas Olson. I'm 21 years old, almost 22. I'm 5'10 on a good day. I'm a skinny little farm boy. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Who likes music and likes teaching and likes running. Yeah. What's your ideal date? My ideal date? Okay, I'm gonna give two answers. One is basic, it's just a hike because I'm basic. And number two is a concert with a shared musician we both like. That's my number two. This is Silas Olson. We're in Bethel on a hot Friday night, sitting in a booth at Cockadoodle Pizza, sharing a pesto pie. And we're about to head to the bar next door. Dinner and drinks, I know what this might sound like. But here on Brave Little State, we answer listener questions. And we invite our question askers to be part of the reporting process. So no, this is very much not a date. That is what Silas asked a winning question about, though. A question that gets to the heart of what it's like to live here. What is the small-town Vermont dating scene like? Especially for first-generation Vermonters. I think that's it. By first-generation, do you mean, like, newcomers? Yeah, like people who don't have parents or grandparents in Vermont. Silas grew up in a small town in eastern Connecticut just graduated from Colby College in Maine and is planning to start a career as a math teacher. And he's thinking he might possibly want to end up in a small town in Vermont. But I also sort of don't know how I'm going to integrate into a small town if I end up moving there. It's sort of, it can be sort of a closed off place to try to get into socially. Hence the dating question. Silas and I figured the best way to find an answer would be to actually go to a small town and talk to people. We needed a place that would be about the same driving distance for both of us. I'm based in Burlington, and he's spending the summer working in New Hampshire. We also needed to find a spot where people congregate. Small town Vermont doesn't offer many options, and it didn't take long for us to land on Bethel. Bethel's in central Vermont, about 40 minutes south of Montpelier on I-89. And it's a bona fide small town, though far from one of the smallest. It's got a population just shy of 2,000. And I gotta say, for a town this small, it's kind of popping on a Friday night. (laughs) It's popping largely thanks to a place called Babes, which is where Silas and I head post-pizza. It's a bar that occupies the historic train depot in town a red brick building with arched windows right in the heart of the village. It's one of the only spots for miles around, and it's got the scrappiness of a dive with a cocktail lounge flair. It's welcoming to the LGBTQ community, as well as all kinds of people from all over the place who might not otherwise be brought together. 
And Babes often hosts special events. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it's karaoke night. You told me that, but... It is karaoke night. What is your karaoke song? I don't have a karaoke song. (laughs) I really don't. Welcome to Brave Little State. I'm Josh Crane. On this show, we answer your questions about Vermont, because we want our journalism to be more inclusive, more transparent, and more fun. Today. What is the small town Vermont dating scene like, especially for first-generation Vermonters? A question about finding companionship in the Green Mountain State from wide-eyed hopefuls. I feel like I'm walking around with a smile on my face all the time. Two frustrated giver-uppers. I'm already out of matches on Bumble and Tinder. From meet-cutes. She was the only person that would actually message back to me. Two heartbreaks. <laughs> the, the right person is hard to find around here. Reporter Anna Van Dyne, along with our intrepid question-asker Silas, do some journalistic speed dating at a bar on a Friday night. We're doing an episode about dating in small towns. We have support from Vermont Public Sustaining Members. Welcome. Thanks to Vita for their support of Brave Little State. Since 1974, Vita has helped Vermont businesses grow and thrive. From agriculture to energy, startups to family companies. Find solutions that fit your business. Visit VEDA.org to start your next chapter today. And Sunset Lake CBD, a farmer-owned business crafting CBD products right here in Vermont. Learn more about their sustainable farming practices, delivery options, and how to support local farmers at sunsetlakecbd.com. Silas and I make our way through Babes, which is echoing with a rendition of Big Black Horse and a Cherry Tree. It's busy. People come from all over for karaoke night. We step out the back door, where there's outdoor seating by the train tracks. So, dating. Dating in a small town. This is Will Spain, who's sitting on the smoking porch. He's a local. Born and raised right here in South Royalton, Vermont. Uh, All 25 going on 26 years of my life. Dating around here is very hard. There's not a high population density. And, yeah, yeah. A lot of young people here also leave the state. I mean, more people than I, like, can count on my hands have left from North Carolina, Florida, Pennsylvania, you know. But so far as dating, it's a hard path to walk up here. (laughs) Hard is one word to use. When we put Silas's question to the Vermont subreddit, we also heard that the dating scene in small towns is horrible, impossible, awful, and hell. It seems like if you're not young and in Burlington, you're going to have a tough time. And as one person pointed out, even Burlington can be like a small town. One Redditor said that online dating, quote, seems necessary. They suggest setting a wide radius and preparing to, quote, lower your standards and settle. Another wrote to say that if they'd known more about the gay dating scene, or lack thereof, they, quote, honestly may not have moved here. Someone else who's over 60 and lives in southern Vermont said the dating scene was non-existent. 
Great, okay. so it's about dating, right? It's about dating in Vermont, yeah. Hilarious. This is Breton Watts. He's 22 and recently moved to Woodstock from Northern Virginia. Fairfax County, which has one million people just in the county. I learned that Vermont has 730,000 in the entire state. You might have noticed he overestimated by about 100,000 people. And I'm already out of matches on Bumble and Tinder. And I moved my age range up. And down. I had it set from like 21 to like 27, and now it's like 18 to 30. Because What's your radius now? What's your Tinder radius? Oh God, I don't even know. I mean, I live in Woodstock, yeah. but it's just, I mean, it's a small town. It, I, it's a small state, it would seem. No matter where I go, somebody knows me, but maybe if I was like 40, it'd be easier, but everybody here is either old or non-existent. Even though Breton's relatively new to the state, he feels like he knows everyone already, which on the one hand is kind of nice, and on the other, kind of lonely. Those are the two sides of Vermont's smallness, interconnectedness and isolation. But how many fish are actually in the sea? Depending on who you are and who you're looking for, it might not be so much a sea as a pond or a puddle. Because Silas studied math, and I am not so hot with numbers, we tag-teamed some statistical analysis. So in the state, there are about 643,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and almost 170,000 of them are in Chittenden County. Uh, which is like a quarter? Over a quarter, yeah. According to estimates by the Census Bureau, people aged 20 to 34 make up roughly 18% of Vermont's population. Silas isn't super likely to date a 34-year-old, so we can narrow it down a little further. People aged 20 to 24 make up just 6.2% of the state's population. The best way to think about this probably in a small town is being like, okay, if, you're, if I'm only looking at the people in my town, per a thousand people in my town, how many young people are there going to be, you know what I mean, who are my age, who I'd want to date? The answer, about 62. And of course, they're not all available and single. Or each other. <laughs> and there are other factors to consider, like personality, politics, profession, whether or not someone has kids. If you're looking for racial diversity, you might not find it. The makeup of most Vermont towns is more than 90% white, according to the Census Bureau. And like 90% straight, according to data from the Williams Institute, a research group out of UCLA. This also varies depending on what part of the state you're in. Chittenden County, the most populous, has a lot of the 20 to 24-year-olds, close to 18,000 of them. Meanwhile, Essex County, the least populous, has a grand total of just 234. That's right, the Census Bureau says 234. So, in brief, eligible singles in Vermont are few and far between, and dating prospects can seem bleak. So how do you meet people, especially if you're new here? 
there isn't a perfect solution. Seven Days singles ads have their charm, but they're not for everyone. Some people have luck with volunteering, going to community events, or hanging out at the local watering hole. Others find people through mutual friends. Websites like OkCupid can help, or dating apps like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble. While that hasn't worked for Breton, despite moving his age range up and down, it did work for Mallory Figoris and Cassandra LaFontaine. So when we started dating, uh, we both lived in Vermont. I lived in northern Vermont, and she lived in, like, central Vermont. And we had no idea each other existed until we met on Tinder. <laughs> so and she was the only person that would actually message back to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yep, and then... Uh, <laughs> Our first date was hiking in Vermont. When they got together almost four years ago, Cassandra lived in Enosburg Falls, and Mallory lived in Rochester. Yeah, For the first several weeks was a lot of her driving two and a half hours to get to my place. Around that. snowstorm yeah. <laughs> on back roads because you lived in the middle of nowhere Vermont, and so I couldn't even go on the highway. Given the demographics of this place, those long drives are pretty common. Vermont has about 70 people per square mile. Compare that to the U.S. average of about 94. Things are working out so far for Cassandra and Mallory. But for Mike Martell, not so much. Are you asking questions or should I just talk about it? Mike's 26. He was born and raised in Barnard. He still lives there and works at a hotel. He's a grounds and maintenance guy. She was a housekeeper. So it was kind of, you know, in passing, a little en passant, and um, started hanging out a lot. And we found out that we have a lot of connections together. And we started, you know, falling in love, as people do. And, and then they broke up, as people do. And Mike is back on the dating scene. The, the right person is hard to find around here. I'm a lover. You know, when I find someone, I put my heart into it. So... Yeah, it's been rough, but that's what it is around here. Because there aren't very many fish in the sea? (laughs) In my experience, no, but I mean, at this point in my life, I've spent 26 years in this state. I'm ready for another state. That's kind of where I'm at in my life. I want to go to, heck, I don't even know. Silas and I bid goodnight to brokenhearted Mike. We head back through the bar, pulsing with karaoke, and part ways in the hot summer night. A few days later, I follow up with Silas. What do you feel like the answer to your question is? I feel like the answer to my question is, at the end of the day, not great. Yeah, I mean, when you think about, like, where you want to go is Vermont still on the table when you're thinking about jobs and stuff you know it's on the table long term and it's on the table if I meet someone or have someone that I want to move there with but realistically it's not on the table if it's just me moving to a small town in Vermont you know what I mean that's not realistically an option even though maybe a year ago I would have considered it an option So, mission accomplished in terms of answering Silas's question, even though the answer is kind of a disappointing one. 
Is there anything else that like is on your mind or that you are wondering about? Mm. Not really. No, not really. Yeah. You know we couldn't just end the episode with that. I like a good love story just as much as the next person, and Team BLS, well, they're a bunch of romantic saps. So... All of a sudden, you know, my life has kind of turned around in a way that I never imagined. When we come back, we meet someone who found love in Vermont. Welcome back to Brave Little State. I'm Josh Crane. Today, reporter Anna Van Dyne is answering a question from Silas Olson about what Vermont's small-town dating scene is like. Up to this point, the answer to Silas's question has been pretty discouraging. But just before wrapping up reporting for this episode, Anna was set up by a mutual friend for an interview. So as we've established, the reality of dating in Vermont is hard, really hard sometimes, but it isn't impossible. Living proof of that is Lucy Hamel. I moved to Vermont actually just a couple of years ago, right when the pandemic hit. Um, As a single mom, I've got a six-year-old boy. Lucy and her son Luca moved to Craftsbury, where she works at a child care center. There are about 1,300 people in town, and for a while, she didn't see how she could possibly find anyone. Everyone I met was a parent, you know, um, through soccer, different activities. And coming into a really small town, you quickly realize, like, there's maybe one or two single people in your age group, (laughs) if that Um, And everyone kind of knows everybody right away. And I did date someone who lived in this town um, for a bit, which was a great connection, but not the right one. And then she decided to try online dating, which she hadn't really done before. I think it was just a feeling of like, how else will I meet somebody? Like, yeah, and I'm in a different phase of life, too, where I'm not necessarily wanting to meet somebody in a bar, I guess. So she downloaded Bumble and made a profile. But then it was like a whole nother thing because here, um, you know, I hardly have phone reception and that felt kind of challenging in and of itself. So I ended up going on a couple of dates um, and nothing that I felt like, oh, I want to see that person again and kind of shelved it. One of the people who ended up on the shelf was this guy named Dan, who Lucy had connected with near the end of the year. He's an environmental chemist and lives in Burlington. They'd been texting, Lucy missed a call from him, she didn't call back, and kind of forgot about him. Then, in March, Dan reached out to her again. And just said he really liked to get together with me, like thought it was a long shot if I'd still be available. Uh, and we had a nice chat on the phone, and, and then just hit it off. So they started seeing each other. He's 45, she's 38, they both love the outdoors, he wants kids, but doesn't have any of his own. Yeah, he's just like this incredible 
I don't know, really solid guy. For so long, you know, I've been taking care of Luca on my own. I mean, I've had wonderful family support, but I didn't realize what it would feel like to have someone else. And he's just stepped in so gracefully into our lives. And they fell completely in love. (laughs) I feel like I'm walking around with just like this, you know, smile on my face all the time and just this feeling of like, yeah, like something magical happened. And I don't want to say it feels too good to be true, but I do feel like I was just given this gift, you know, and it has. It's totally changed my life. The day I talked to Lucy, she just picked up her mom's old wedding dress from the tailor. Because she and Dan, well... We're getting married in September. (laughs) September 10th, which is soon. I know. We're scrambling a little bit to get it together. But it's going to be at my dad's. He's got a big meadow. And we got a tent rented. And, like, the basics are coming together. Dan's moving to Craftsbury to live with her and Luca. And they're going to start life as a family. All of a sudden, you know, my life has kind of turned around in a way that I never imagined. And we're thinking of building a house. And um, yeah, a whole new phase is starting up. Thanks so much for listening to our show. And thanks to Silas Olson for the great question. Let us know what you think. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at BraveStateVT. To see photos from Anna's reporting, check out our website, bravelittlestate.org. And while you're there, you can sign up for the BLS newsletter, ask your own question, and vote on the question you want us to tackle next. This episode was reported by Anna Van Dyne and produced by me, Josh Crane. I also did the mix and sound design. Editing and additional production by the Brave Little State team. Angela Evansy, Myra Flynn, and me. Ty Gibbons composed our theme music, other music by Blue Dot Sessions. A special thanks to Owen Daniel McCarter and the folks at Babes, and Tori Carl, journalistic matchmaker. Brave Little State is a production of Vermont Public. If you like our show, please make a gift at bravelittlestate.org slash donate, or just tell your friends to listen. I'm Josh Crane. We'll be back soon with more people-powered Vermont storytelling. Until then, remember, be brave, ask questions. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.